At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to episode 676 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Hope you had a fantastic weekend. A couple things, guys. Number one, we had a good weekend. We had a good Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from our bets here on the Market Insights pod. Looking back toward Friday, how about a 3-1 and one plus 1.73 units? That was the night the Mets let us down, but we had a clean sweep in, uh, in college football. Rutgers getting three. Houston plus two and a half. Unbelievable. If you saw that Houston comeback, I pretty much uh, wrote that thing off as a loss. But the beauty of college, you know, sometimes you get a bad beat. Sometimes you get an epic, epic come from behind win. The Cougars getting it done plus the points. Then San Jose State. Remember, that was a great example of uh, kind of a fishy 50-50 line uh, or 50-50 bet split. Yet that line kept creeping up towards San Jose State. So they rolled uncovered. So 3-0 and college, 3-1 and plus 1.73 units overall. Saturday, not bad either. 3-2 plus 0.43 units. We got UCLA uh, plus 3.5. They won outright. Notre Dame on the money line. And then Alabama under 51. Had to sweat that one, but that was a nice one we got there as well. And then in the NFL, how about a nice little 3-1 plus 1.73 units. Cincinnati Bengals plus 3.5. Pour one out for another primetime dog, divisional dog, road division dog with a line freezer reverse line move. So we got the 3.5 with a hook. They came through. The Jets came through plus three and a half, and then also Cleveland. I think Cleveland was a perfect example of, you know, when you're trying to become the best sports better you can be, especially with the NFL, not only do you have your system matches, so again, sharp line moves, you know, low bets, higher dollars, bet system matches, all that kind of stuff, 
but also you got to get these numbers early. I think there's a perfect example of on the pod how we kind of diagnosed this game early. And, you know, it's again, it's really difficult to know when to bet a game. I think there's a little bit of intuition. You want to bet it. Obviously, the whole point of timing is like, okay, when do I bet it? Do I bet it now because the line's going to get worse, which is what happened with Cleveland? Or do I wait because maybe I can get that, that hook or that extra half point or get an inflated line? So, for example, that Cleveland one. We were saying, hey, this is fishy, man. Everyone's on the Chargers, yet they opened minus three, got down to two and a half, two. Uh, they ended up closing at one and a half, so a lot of money continued to go to Cleveland there. But why is that important? Number one, they had a 14-0 lead, so they should have won that game. But uh, either way, guys, we jumped on the three or even the two and a half early in the week. I was holding that three. They closed one and a half. Why is that important? Because they lost by two. So by diagnosing that game and betting it early, we're able to, based on that juice price uh, and based on kind of the lopsided betting chargers, but line kept falling, we're saying, hey, let's not wait. Let's get this key number of three as soon as we can. Also, when you see openers of three, uh, just kind of a you know teachable moment kind of thing, you see an opener of three and it's automatically all the plus threes are minus 115, minus 120. It's a key number. It's probably telling you based on the juiced up plus side that it's going to fall. So that's another uh, thing to keep an eye out for. Try to get the best number you can. Uh, the one that I was so sharp and I'm like, I, I had to play. It was Washington, but I knew that as they got down to a pick, I'm like, I got to play it just because it's so sharp. But uh, that was a tough one. And then also uh, the Green Bay and Giants one. That was an underplay. I got a little nervous. I was an early game uh, in London. I was at the DraftKings studio early watching that thing with the crew. But um, that was a, a late movement. I think it was 41, got down to four, and then 40, uh, 41 and a half. Then it went to 42. When it got to 42, didn't like that late movement there. But either way, Sunday, 3 and 1 plus 1.73 units. Overall, guys, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 9 and 4 plus 3.89 units. So you love to see it continuing to grind here, guys. Uh, we got a lot to get to today. If you can tell, I'm a little banged up. My voice sounds a little weird. Market uh, morning bets was a little rough this morning. Uh, and again, a couple people reached out and they're like, are you sick? Are you okay? And I'm, uh, I'm, I don't hope I'm not sick, but we did go to a wedding last night. It was uh, my fiance's, uh, one of her best friends got married in Haverhill, Mass. I don't know if anyone's, anyone's been there. It was this beautiful golf course. But let's just say the drinks were flowing and the DJ was fire, as the kids like to say. So uh, your boy was screaming his lungs out for uh, all the different wedding songs, and it was so much fun. But uh, it was a really great time. So congrats to Amanda and Alex. Uh, great time last night. But, yeah, if I'm banged up, it's because uh, it's because we got after it last night. And the drinks were flowing. And on the Uber ride home, as I'm a little uh, a little intoxicated, I'm, I'm trying to uh, track the uh, the Bengals game there. I uh, see if they can cover that thing. They're down, then then they score. They give up the last field goal. But uh, it was just funny. It's like those commercials where you know the guy's at a wedding and he's trying to hide like his phone underneath his like uh, you know his suit pocket so he can watch the game and where everyone will get mad at him if they knew about it. But either way, guys, that's why I'm banged up. It was it was a great day yesterday. Uh, but uh, again, I'm paying for it. I'm 35 years old now. I ain't 22. Uh, bouncing back after a, a night of fun. But uh, either way, a lot to get to, or maybe I'll be honest, not a ton to get to. But we do have. Uh, what I want to go through is some teachable moments from yesterday's slate uh, for NFL. I think it's important to always talk about this, but um, especially in a day like today where it's really only Monday Night Football. It's the only thing going on, guys. We have big game Raiders and Chiefs, uh, but then nothing else. We have baseball that starts tomorrow again. So uh, tomorrow's a big day. We have four Major League Baseball games, two in the NHL. NHL favorites off to a 2-0 start. But pretty soon we're getting hockey every day. Uh, we're going to have, obviously, uh, the return of NBA soon, college basketball. But tomorrow's going to be a big baseball day in NHL. Today, it's all football. So I want to use today as uh, kind of a autopsy of looking back toward yesterday. I'll give you guys these stats in a second with dogs and unders continue to roll here. Uh, but then also we're going to do our big preview for Monday Night Football tonight, Vegas and Kansas City. So, again, we'll be breaking it down all today on a Market Insights pod number 676 on a re-entry Monday. 
uh, as I'm still uh, here in Cardi B and uh, and WAP, if you know what I'm talking about, blasting in my ear. But it was a great time anyway. But anyway, guys, real quick, if you haven't done it uh, yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter, VEASAN.com uh, slash newsletter. It's now called the VEASAN Daily. You wake up every morning to a free uh, email here to your inbox getting you prepared every day in the betting arena. So we let off today with our bet splits, breakdown of the Monday night game tonight. We have Dave Tooley's report on the contest. I don't know if anyone's still alive, but I know a lot of people picked the Jaguars uh, in Circa. Uh, you're not, I think they're down to around 700, 718 in terms of total entries. 500 were eliminated yesterday, and like 450 of them had the Jaguars losing outright to uh, Houston. By the way, another divisional under there. Divisional unders have been ridiculous here to start the year, but which there is one tonight. Uh, but anyway, recap uh, from Dave of all the action yesterday, especially from the contest perspective. You have my Market Insights column, giving you sharp reports every night. So I have a sharp report on uh, the Raiders in Kansas City. i got a play that I'm going to share with you when we get to the breakdown here in a second. Femi's got a play for tonight as well. Femi's been doing great. Our prop analyzer, we have a link to that, uh, which has been off to a good start here. Adam Burke has some early uh, week six lines that he's looking at. We'll have a breakdown tomorrow. I'm going to let the dust settle with all these games and uh, keep an eye on them, but really kind of give the early sharp report for tomorrow's pod. Then also uh, looking toward week seven already with Adam Kramer in college football. Uh, best bets for all the games, uh, early leans, a lot of great stuff here every single day in the newsletter. And then also our NBA betting guide. It's coming up here. Uh, October 18th is when the season starts. The betting guide is going to come out here uh, tomorrow. So excited for that. I do have an article, some tips how to bet the NBA. I know JVT and Matty Humans and the whole crew have some great breakdowns as well. But uh, these are these um, betting guides we do at Vison. They're really, really great. So become a member. Uh, just become a member and become uh, an all-access pro member. Get everything we offer. You get that NBA betting guide coming out tomorrow. It's over 70 pages of great content, uh, best bets, futures, uh, previews here for all the different teams. And then also you get when you become a member all the Vison pro benefits, all our pro tools, the uh, betting percentages from DraftKings, updated in real time now. Uh, top plays and picks from VEASAN hosts, as well as the pro tips. So great information here. Give it a shot. You'll also get a live stream of all the VEASAN shows. So that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Become a member. And again, follow us on Twitter at Josh underscore insights. You can find me at VEASAN Live, the mothership. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, Josh at VEASAN.com. Questions, comments, suggestions, anything I can do to help you along in your sports betting journey, you let me know. Uh, so with that being said, guys, real quick. After a good weekend, 9-4 and four plus 3.89 units overall, uh, we are looking toward a, uh, a kind of a recap of yesterday's for NFL uh, and then, of course, the game for tonight. So quick recap for yesterday. Guys, dogs and unders. This is something we've been on for years and years and really continues this year. Um, another good day for dogs and unders. Again, take a step back. Uh, so, again, dogs went 8-5 and five against the spread yesterday. There was a pick'em game uh, with Tennessee and Washington, so that's graded as a pick'em. But 8-5 and five ATS. They're now 47-31 and 31 against the spread, 60%. I mean, dogs, you're, you're hoping for around, you know, 53%. You know, uh, break that uh, that that um, magic number, 52.38%. But 60%, they've been great. They've actually, in recent years, been even higher than that, closer to like 54 55%. But makes total sense. Public loves favorites. Dogs keep barking. I also feel like, you know, they interviewed Tom Brady, and they were like, what do you think about the NFL this year? And he said, well, it's a lot of bad football. So a lot of bad football, to me, means, you know, upsets and, you know, tight games and the good teams not – uh, breaking apart and the bad teams maybe keeping these things cl things close. So I thought that was a kind of an interesting comment by Brady, uh, and that kind of bears uh, bears uh, in the data here. Seeing these dogs bark again, 60% overall, eight and five ATS yesterday, but then also unders. 
Same sort of thing here where, you know, early in the year, you tend to see defense head of the offense. I think that will even out at some point, but you're kind of grinding out these eight and six weeks, slightly profitable. So uh, unders are now 47 and 32. That's another 60% system here. Uh, and you have seen a lot of these uh, in particular divisional unders. That's been really, really great. We'll talk about the one for tonight. Uh, I'm sure I'll lean on it and I won't play it in a win. That's how it's been going here. But uh, those divisional unders are now 20 and seven. 74%. They've been fantastic here. Primetime unders 11 and 4. Uh, another situation if you see an under that falls at least a half point, 28 and 17, 62% overall. So kind of with uh the one that I that I lost with the Giants there, the London game early, you know, that was a, an, a, a not a primetime under, but that was an under that fell as a system match. Here's the thing with systems, based on your parameters, sometimes it can fall out. So that system I just gave you where if it falls at least a half point, the under 62% well, that was a match pretty much all week on that Giants game. But once it rose back to 42, it no longer was a match there. So, uh, again, really these unders, though, in general have been great. We'll see if they can continue to roll here. Uh, dogs and unders. And, again, it's not just, you know, you're flipping a coin and say, let me go dogs and unders. It's a thought process behind it, guys. The most heavily bet sport, uh, most important sport here in terms of, you know, biggest ticket counts and betting handles. So, again, that public bias and love toward favorites and overs creates just a lot of contrarian value to those dogs and unders. Uh, but just going through the slate yesterday, some teachable moments. I'll start with that G-Men game that I lost on the under. Late movement. I think that was a great cap throughout the week. But, of course, sometimes if you look at the market, you know, when it's going the other way on you, again, I wouldn't, I, like, another example of dance with the one who brung you. You see that thing tick up. I got the under 41 and a half. It went to 42. I got nervous, but I didn't rebet it or go the other way. You just stick with your original bet. You know, I didn't want to, uh, you know, have take another under at 42 and then lose it. So, again, late movement is important. That's uh, something critical here uh, that you got to pay attention to. Uh, one that did fly over, Seattle, New Orleans. Uh, that was a total actually at one point at like 43, got up to 45. That was game day movement. I think on game day I saw that thing get up to, I think some shops even hit 46 maybe. Uh, but that was one that flew over. So, again, that was that would be a system match here. Uh, or not a system match on the, the total that falls. That will be one that, hey, if it's rising, you either buy low, take an inflated under, or you lay off, or you could go over there. But that was notable to me. You had a lot of betting there uh, on um, uh, on the over. Also, New Orleans was kind of a fade the trendy dog a little bit. You know, they, they were like minus five, six. They got back down to five. I think there was a little bit of money on the six at Seattle. But Seattle was getting, I think, like 59, 60% of bets. So New Orleans was a contrarian favorite. It did up, end up uh, covering that number. Uh, Houston-Jacksonville. This was one that um, was kind of a perfect line freeze. I'm actually kicking myself for not playing uh, Houston there. But that was a Jags minus seven, stayed minus seven. And they were getting a big majority of bets. Yet, and again, we'll get to tonight's game. It's kind of similar. It never got up to seven and a half. Some books are even juiced up toward the Houston side. So looking back on it, I'm kicking myself for not playing Houston in that one. Obviously, they went out right there. But the angle would be a divisional dog on the road, open seven, stayed seven, despite only getting like a third of bets. Told us that there was some line freeze action there uh, on Houston. So if you took Houston, nice job. One that I didn't play that I'm glad I didn't, Pittsburgh-Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo obviously rolled 38-3. to Kenny Pickett, not the debut we were looking for. Uh, if you're like me and you drafted him late in your fantasy draft as a, a potential keeper. Uh, but that was kind of an open 14, stayed 14, never really moved. Um, you know, the under, I guess you could have made a case for. That open like 47 at some shops. Got all the way down to like 44 and a half. That was a no play for me, but um, again, that maybe that under looking back on it could have been worth it. Uh, Atlanta, Tampa Bay. This one was interesting because you definitely saw some under money, 47.5 down to 46.5. And, and again, you got another uh, divisional under that cash there. But that was kind of a weird one because early in the week it looked like Atlanta. You know, they were getting at one point, you know, like 10, got down all the way to 8.5. Then late movement went all toward Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay got up to minus 10. So uh, that was a layoff for me. I liked Atlanta early. The late movement scared me off. 
Um, but again, these divisional unders, how do you not play them? Uh, another one, Chicago, Minnesota. That was just kind of a straight up contrarian play on Chicago. They're only getting across the market. I think around like 40% bets, something like that. There would be a divisional dog. Uh, this one did take, uh, took some over money. It opened at, I think 42 or 43, got up to 44. That was a divisional under that didn't come through. Uh, but there wasn't an occasion. I think the key is divisional unders that fall. I got to add that. I think that's a better way to play maybe these because not only do you have the edge of familiarity, but also an indication of the line dropping. Um, but that's one that was also, um, and I, don't, I wouldn't kick yourself if you took Minnesota. They're public. I can't really play a you know home, home public favorite there uh, with the line move, but they did go, I think like minus six and a half, seven up to eight and a half. So line did go to Minnesota. Chicago obviously covers the number. Uh, I mentioned with Tennessee, Washington, man, uh, Washington, it's like, uh, there's some teams that they're so they're terrible, but they're really sharp. You're like, okay, I, I fully expect them to let me down, but it's so sharp. I got to play it. But Washington, man, I'm sure I'm going to pro- probably have to play them moving forward. Cause they're really undervalued. But, uh, that was a play that was so sharp toward Washington plus three down to a pick them game day. It was even like one down to a pick them. So uh, they end up losing that by four Tennessee gets the win there. Uh, but that was kind of a play that I'll typically make every time, even though it didn't come through, uh, the jets, you know, I think we did a good job of saying, hey, the three and a half of the Jets would be the best number that you got. Ended up closing most shops at three. Uh, it didn't matter. They win 40 to 17. But example there would be a divisional dog with some late reverse line movement, three and a half down to three. Uh, and, you know, you're kind of in a really contrarian spot in the division. Jets are only getting, I think, like 37% of bets, something like that. Uh, so Jets came through, which was nice. Chargers Cleveland, we mentioned that one to lead off. That was a great hit for us on Cleveland plus three or even two and a half. Important thing there, though, is got down to one and a half. So you wanted to make sure that you jumped on that thing a little bit early. Uh, Patriots, Detroit. My pad, my Patriots won. I can't believe it. Uh, ba- the Bailey Zappi era is fully underway. Zappi fever here in New England. Uh, but they win 29-0. Uh, um, to me, that was kind of a no play. If anything, Detroit had a little liability. They were plus three. They were juiced up minus 120. I didn't play either side, but uh, I guess that's just uh, the Patriots and Belichick uh, showing that, hey, maybe they still have something going on there. But big win there by the Pats. Uh, San Fran, Carolina. This is one I didn't play San Fran, but we talked about them in a teaser opportunity here. Uh, but what was notable with that one is there was just consistent movement with no let up. San Fran open at Carolina, uh, laying like three, got all the way up to minus six. So there's never buyback on Carolina, uh, which told us that was pretty much one way action there towards San Fran. So they get it done. Uh, Philly, Arizona. This was kind of a big move to Philly, but you, here's another thing important. There was buyback this one. So if you look at like San Fran and Philly, they both were like road favorites. They close around, you know, five and a half or six. But the important thing is with San Fran, there was no buyback on Carolina plus six. There was buyback on Arizona. Arizona was getting six at one point. The line came back down to five and a half or five. So that's another way of, you know, looking deep at the line movement, trying to figure out, hey, where is this number as high as it'll go or low as it'll go? And then you're going to have some sharp guys or girls say, hey, uh, it's time to get some value here on this inflated or deflated number. So Philly wins, which is great for our Philly over win total. They're now 5-0. and oh, What do we need? I got over uh, 9.5 of them, so we only need five more. Let's go. Uh, but um, that would be an indication, again, of some late movement dipping it back to Arizona, who was contrarian and did see um, you know that late movement, and they did cover, losing by three. Dallas Rams. Uh, this was actually a sharp play, I thought, on the Rams. I didn't play it. Um, I liked Dallas early because they went from, like, plus 7 down to plus 4.5. But that was a fade the trendy dog. There was a lot. Of, if you played the Rams, don't hate yourself today. That was a lot of respected money late. When they got down to minus four and a half, uh, they shot right back up to minus five and a half. And that's notable because Dallas was getting across the market about 65% of bets. So uh, Dallas obviously wins, covers, wins outright. Uh, that was a total that really dropped like 45 down to 41 and a half. So that was another under that came through. 
Um, but that was a, an example of, hey, even though it was a fade the trendy dog, there was late buyback to Rams. Just Dallas, I guess, was too good, and the Rams uh, are, uh, are on team struggle right now. So we'll see how that excuse me, develops moving forward. But I think that was an important uh, distinction there. You know, again, not every sharp move is going to win. That's, I think that's another thing public better has got to realize. Like when you see maybe a sharp play, like uh, the Washington commanders not come through, you're like, this is hogwash. You know, who cares percentages? It's all meaningless as uh, some of the people on Twitter like to say, even though they're wrong. Uh, But again, they're not going to win every time to be sharp. You're winning 55 to 60% of the time. That means you're losing 40 to 45% of the time. So just something to always keep an eye out for. And then the big one to end the night, the Bengals, baby. I was hoping for the over. I mean, I, I have both teams over nine and a half wins. So, you know, hey, I, I, at, least, at least one of them would get us a win there closer to our win total. But to me, the important thing there was the three and a half down to three. The primetime spot, primetime dogs continue to roll here, guys. Uh, the fact that it was three and a half down to three told you that there was some Bengals money coming in. They're only getting about a third of bets. Public was all over Baltimore. Uh, so kind of a, a perfect primetime game, divisional dog, line move toward the, the contrarian road division dog. Uh, so the Bengals did come through, lose by two, even though uh, we got the three and a half, obviously, and we cover the numbers. So that's all that we care about. Uh, and then, of course, that under, you know, it's kind of hard. You look at these teams, you're like, oh, they're high scoring. Uh, with 19-17 game, that was 49 down to 47 and a half. So how do we not take all these primetime unders? Uh, they're unbelievable right now. Uh, reminder, they're now, I think, 11-4 and four on the season. So quick recap, teachable moments. Again, I think it's important the next day to walk through what you got right, what you got wrong. Did you get it right? Uh, because or did you get it wrong because you were unlucky or it was a bad beat or was there something that you missed? Uh, like to me, I, you know, Washington was a, a one that definitely the Sharps got wrong, but I don't kick myself on that one. That's a sharp move that just didn't come through. So again, lean on your strengths, work on your weaknesses, but every Monday, especially these kind of slow Mondays before we have a full NHL NBA, you know, everything going on every night, it's not a bad idea to look back and, and see what, what kind of tea leaves you can glean and move and apply those moving forward. Even if you lose a game, you know, apply that next time you see that situation and try to cash that one. Uh, with that being said, guys, uh, we are going to now dive into our Monday Night Football game tonight. So big matchup here, only one game in town, the Vegas Raiders and the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, I'll be, um, I'll make it very simple on you guys. I'm going to look toward the Raiders here. I actually got the Raiders at plus 7.5. We'll walk through this one in a second. But take a step back with this one. Um, both these teams going into it, obviously AFC West rivals here. Vegas is 1-3. and three. Uh, They're just coming off a win against Denver. Their first win under Josh McDaniels, 32-23, covered as a 2.5-point home favorite. Uh, Kansas City, obviously, uh, it was a tough one because I was on Tom Brady there, but they rolled uh, Brady and the Bucks 41-31. They won outright as a plus-two road dog. But what's notable to me, guys, two things going on. Number one, huge public play toward Kansas City. Uh, if you look at our VEASAN.com bet splits, Kansas City is getting 81% of bets, and they're getting 86% of the money. Uh, so that tells me right off the bat, primetime game. There's only one game in town tonight. Everybody and their mother is on Kansas City. You walk into a bar, it's a sea of red. You don't see any silver and black here. Uh, so just from a one-off, heavily bet um, you know, primetime game, I automatically see contrarian value on the Las Vegas Raiders, only getting 19% of bets. And again, when you're going contrarian, football's the best sport to do it because you have the most public uh, betting and most public bias to go against. But it's these one-off games because these Sunday night, um, you know, Monday night, Thursday night, it's the only game in town, and they are actually way more heavily bet than all the regular Sunday games. So just from a heavily bet, everyone on one side, give me the other side. Public zigs, I want to zag. The Raiders, to me, already have value. But also, you know, again, I say this all the time, but you want to be, you know, the best data-driven better you can be. You know, you can't just look at contrarian and think that's the, the whole story and think that is going to make you a millionaire. No, that's just a starting point. That's a foundation because you want to be against the public. More often than not, they lose. 
And you want to be with the house because the house always wins. That's the foundation long-term. But really what I'm looking for, and hopefully you guys, you know, whether it's your first pod or, you know, 676 pod, you know that I also want some sharp action. I want some indication of respected money in my favor, not just to bet against the public, because with a sharp action, now that incorporates, hey, some smart money, some wise guys are with us. I want to be with the sharps because they're going to win 55 to 60% of the time. So the indication to me that there's some smart money here on, on Vegas is this line freeze. You know, Kansas City open laying seven, and there's still seven. If Kansas City's getting 81% of bets, they open minus seven. Shouldn't they be up to minus eight, minus nine? Shouldn't this line be moving further toward Kansas City? Why isn't it moving for, uh, further uh, toward Kansas City? So, to me, line freeze uh, angle here would be heavy betting Kansas City at the line hasn't moved. And that's because the public, uh, even though they're pounding Kansas City, the wise guys seem maybe more concerned with Vegas here. Moving to seven and a half, giving out the hook uh, on a key number like that. Three and seven, your two biggest key numbers. So, they're getting pounded by all the KC betters. The $5 average Joe saying, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, prime time, lay, lay the points. Uh, but yet, they're not concerned about that 81%. They're more concerned, it looks like, by going to 7.5 and, and giving the hook to contrarian wise guys on Vegas. So uh, that would be a line freeze along with a uh, really contrarian angle here. And then in terms of um, a lot of system matches, I mentioned primetime dogs, 58% against the spread since 2019. Divisional dogs, 55% ATS last three years. Road dogs this year, 27-18, and 18, ATS 60%. Um, you also look at a road divisional dog, 56% ATS uh, over the last three years as well. So we do have some matches in prime time on Vegas. Um, you also have some other kind of like small little things here. Number one would be Patrick Mahomes. Uh, if you look at the last uh, three years since 2020, he's 7-10 against the spread as a home favorite. He's only covering 41% of the time. Meanwhile, Derek Carr, uh, as a dog since 2020, he's 13-9 against the spread. That's 59%. And if he's a dog of seven or more, Derek Carr is 4-2 against the spread, 67%. The other angle I look for is, you know, if I'm on a dog, I want a dog that can score. I want a dog that can put up some points, either keep pace and cover the number or be able to score late and backdoor cover that number. So uh, really important there that uh, obviously you can score enough to uh, to cover just, again, whether you're keeping pace or backdooring. But Vegas Raiders, they're only averaging 24 points a game. But with the new offensive coordinator, with all these new uh, great skill players, you know, maybe it's taking some time here. But I think based on that Denver game, who was actually a pretty good defense here, uh, maybe this Vegas team is, is starting to get their offense going. So long story short, guys, I'm on the Raiders here, but I think the important thing is, you know, if you look across the board, a lot of these are Kansas City minus 7 at minus 115, minus 120. Now you could wait. So let's see. If you like Kansas City, I, I, I don't, but if you do, get the minus 7. That's your best number. Uh, but if you like the Raiders like me, primetime, contrarian, divisional dog, line freeze, a lot of system matches, then you want to get the seven and a half. You want the hook there. So there's two things you can do. You can either wait it out and see if that, you know, closer to game uh, game day or, or kickoff, closer to kickoff, that, that love for Mahomes continues to flow in and you naturally just see this thing creep up the seven and a half. Or again, I'm not a big fan of buying points long-term. You're going to be losing there and they don't make as big a difference as you think. But if you look out for just a book that you have access to that has the biggest juiced up Kansas City number. So for example, I'm looking at one right now that is Kansas City minus... Uh, 120 minus seven minus 120. That means that the Raiders are plus seven at plus 100. So if you buy the Raiders to a half point plus seven plus 100 to plus seven and a half, you're only minus 115 minus 120. So that's how you get, and that's to you. Is that half point worth 20 cents of juice? I think it is because it's around a key number, and you lose by seven, get the hook, you can cover that number. So um, I actually did jump on the seven and a half this morning when I did morning bets. I am glad to see that when I woke up and did morning bets, there were two books at seven and a half. They're down to seven here. So shop around, 
do your best to find that hook or consider, again, don't buy numbers all the time, but around a key number. And if it's already, you know, juiced lower on one side and you can pay the juice to just get it, you know, plus seven and a half minus 115. That's what I got here. Then that's my angle here. So try to find the hook. I'm on Vegas at plus seven and a half at minus 115. Now, of course, this is like our groundhog day. I always tell you, you know, bet the under or, you know, the under is sharp and I don't play it and it cashes, but primetime unders, how do you not play it? I'm just going to play Vegas. I keep doing this, but I guess as long as the other one keeps winning, that's fine too. But some of these books did drop 52 and a half down to 51 and a half. That's important because you do have around 70% of bets on this over. So we do have a reverse line move under. Uh, primetime unders, as we mentioned, 11 and four this year. They're 60% since 2020. Unders in general, as we mentioned, 59%. And then divisional unders, the big one, 20 and 7. Two teams in the same division play each other. The under is 20 and 7, 74% overall. So that's been a uh, great spot in general. So uh, the more I look at it, that under does look pretty good there. If you can still, is there, are, there, are there any 52s? I see 152 under minus 120. They're mostly 51 and a half. But if you can find a 52, I, I might dabble in that under. But uh, officially for the pod, my play here is Vegas plus 7.5 with a good lean here uh, to the under in prime time. Uh, that about does it, guys. I know it's kind of a you know a little bit um, you know shorter pod than usual, but it's a weird Monday. This is the, the only game in town is Vegas and Kansas City, so I'm excited to sweat this thing here tonight. Uh, but get ready for tomorrow. We got a lot of MLB tomorrow. We got some big numbers. I'm looking at the lines uh, for tomorrow's MLB. Uh, Philly, Atlanta. Atlanta's like minus 190. Uh, San Diego and the Dodgers. The Dodgers are like minus 215. Uh, Cleveland and New York. The Yankees are like minus 200. And Seattle, Houston. Houston's like minus 215. So. Uh, that's kind of rare. You get these huge, huge favorites. Um, again, are, will we see some value on some dogs? I haven't really seen much line movement toward dogs yet. Uh, maybe we could be uh, looking at some some totals here. Uh, we did see some unders do pretty well in those wild card games. So uh, we'll have a full breakdown with those baseball games for tomorrow. And then, of course, NHL. We got two games tomorrow. We got the Vegas Knights and the uh, the Kings, Tampa Bay and New York Rangers. And then what I'm really excited about, you know what's coming up here. Do you guys know what's coming up here on the 12th? The 12th, which is uh, Wednesday, my Boston Bruins. Whoa, oh, 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 my bees come back to play here. I cannot wait for the puck drop on the bees season. Uh, Bruins are at Washington. Right now, Washington's like a minus 140 favorite. Uh, but there you have it, guys. Uh, getting back into the groove, into the swing of things here. I uh, hope you had a fantastic weekend. Again, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, pod plays. Doing pretty damn good. 9-4 and four plus 3.89 units. Let's see if we can eke out a cover here with the Raiders and a hard lean to anyone there on that under. Uh, hopefully you maybe, uh, I don't know, sat back and had a good uh, you know walk through those games from yesterday, things that we got right, things that we got wrong, what, what we can learn from and think is better. You're always trying to get better. Uh, it's like when they ask Bailey Zappi, you know, uh, uh, you know how's, how's it going? He says, I only I just want to get uh, 1% sharper every day. Or he said, I want to get 1% better every day. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, oh, sorry, earmuffs. I'm like, oh, that's what I say. Get 1% sharper each day. So that's the goal, guys. Continue to grind. Uh, and, again, it's a great time of year with football, all these other sports going on. So I uh, hope you enjoy the big game for tonight. Again, baseball and hockey starting tomorrow. Uh, but, of course, as always, if you enjoy the VEASAN Market Insights podcast, if it's helped you to cash some bets, if you had a good weekend, uh, if you become a big dog and under better in the NFL, if you're a puckhead in the NHL, uh, whatever the case may be, if the pot has helped you in any way to become a sharper, better, and you want to let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in grinding in the arena uh, and really kind of walking through and teaching this methodology. I'm not going to tell you it's the only way to bet. It's not. There are, fine, there are uh, many other ways you can bet. But to me, this is the one that um, I think has a lot of value. And uh, 
just if you're a new better here, to me, this is the model that is going to help you uh, cash more bets. Of course, we all want to be sharp, set our own numbers, but not everyone can do that. So what's the next next best thing? You know, interpret the market. Let the market tell you where the smart money is going. So if you enjoy the pod, you want to make my day, you want to learn more about betting, uh, there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to find contrarian value, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, chapters on all the major sports, as long as well as a bankroll management chapter as well. Remember, avoid those parlays and the same game parlays. Those are even worse. That's like the ultimate penny slot uh, to avoid here. But either way, guys, hope you enjoy uh, the big game tonight with the Chiefs and the Raiders. Um, and, of course, my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But here's the thing. We're playing a long game here, and smart money is going to win between 55 to 60% of the time. So that's why we always want to be with the Sharps and not against them. But if we can do that, if we can you know, find those games that fit our model, against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be just fine long-term. So as always, guys, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut. Oh, by the way, I have some good news here. Uh, and again, I know people are, might be frustrated with this, but I think it's good news. We finally got the launch dates for legalized betting in Massachusetts. Retail in-person betting. That means we can go to the Encore uh, and sweat with uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Julian Edelman. Uh, it will go live in, or I think it is, what is it, late January. Uh, so that's going to be great. In-person betting will go live. Mobile, it's going to take a little bit longer. They're expecting March Madness. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, we got to wait January, March. It's I'm like, you know, we've waited five years. What's another month or two? I don't, and it's literally right around the corner. So uh, again, we were kind of worried if they would drag their feet, but I don't see that as bad news. January is right around the corner. March is right around the corner. I was hoping mobile would be ready by Super Bowl. Um, obviously that's a little more complicated with all the online stuff and regulations, but uh, for uh, Super Bowl, we can bet at the Encore. And once March Madness rolls around, we will be able to bet online. So some great news there. Uh, I do want to mention, of course, as always, real quick, uh, if you haven't done it, make sure you are registered to vote if you live in the great state of California because this episode of Market Insights is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for bettors 21 and older. It's time to let California fans and bettors in on the action. There's no good reason why your friends in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online while Californians are still still forced to deal with shady bookies. Prop 27 ensures that California will finally catch up to the rest of the country. So make sure you're registered to vote if you live in California, and make sure you vote yes on Prop 27 in this fall's midterm elections. So, of course, if I also catch you out in the desert at the South Point where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, or at the um, at the sparkling, sparkling Circa, with your feet in the pool, sweating sharp contrarian plays at Stadium Swim with Stormy and the crew, or indoors getting a victory burger, uh, wherever the case may be, or Mandalay Bay or the Soup Westgate Superbook, my other two favorite books to go sweat, wherever the case may be, you're going to walk up to me. And from Friday, you're going to show me a Rutgers plus three, baby. We did it for the Sopranos. Uh, Houston plus two and a half. What a comeback. San Jose State laying the points. How about Saturday? A UCLA three and a half, a Notre Dame money line, and under Bama. We had to sweat that one, but it got the under. And how about yesterday? A Jets ticket, a Cleveland plus three when they close one and a half, but we covered with the three. But you know what, guys? Show me a Bengals. Primetime dog, another primetime under as well. But guess what? First one's on me, next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. So have a fantastic Monday, everyone. Enjoy Monday Night Football. 
And again, get ready because tomorrow we got a big baseball day and we got the NHL coming back on a daily basis. So I cannot wait for that. But have a great day, everyone. Good luck. And as always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. And also, hopefully you can cash some tickets tonight. Because as a wise man once said, the godfather of Eason once said, uh, or says uh, quite a bit here, uh, cash and tickets, that's what it's all about. Enjoy your Monday, guys. Good luck.